Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about noobs. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about noobs. What the heck is a noob? See, here's the whole thing. I don't know jack about parenting and I really don't know the lingo today. And I don't really know what a noob is, but it's N-O-O-B. And from my understanding, and, and just we're going to talk about this. I, I didn't do any research. I just know that this caused somebody to get a bloody mouth today. I What I, what I do know is I believe it's a term... Uh, in video gaming at least, or at least gamers use it. Probably teenagers use it. Uh, you know, elementary school kids use the term. I think it's the equivalent of like a jerk, a dork, a nerd, uh, and now you're just a noob. And there's always bus adventures. I'm sure in last year's, uh, you know, podcast per week, there were episodes where I described uh, things that happened on the school bus. So today, there are two kids that came off the school bus in tears. One of them was my son. And uh, he didn't come off in tears, but he came off very somber. I asked him anything happened. And he went on to share with me that a friend of his uh, slapped him in the face multiple times and as he was talking I could see his teeth and I looked at his teeth and I said smile at me real quick and he's getting upset and I look and there's blood on his teeth so now I know not only did he get slapped but he got slapped hard enough to break the inside of his mouth and draw blood so I, I asked my son what provokes somebody to hit you and he goes listen me and another friend we're just talking about Minecraft, uh, a game they play often, mind you, this third kid that hit him isn't much of a gamer, and not by choice, simply because his mom and dad put more restrictions on him in terms of video games than I do and this other kid's parents do him. So they have much greater opportunity to learn these games and talk about levels, and let's let's just use an example, because I'm not sure, but let, let's say the kid who punched somebody basically is on level five and these other kids are on say level 15. So they're much further along in the game. They have terminology. They have hideout secrets, whatever it is that happens on a video game, much further knowledge than the kid that got upset. So my understanding is as they were asking the puncher Hey, you know, did, have you been on this level? Have you done this? Have you done that? And he's like, no, no. Uh, my son called him a noob, which isn't a good term. I, I really don't know what it is. 
does it mean like you're incompetent? It's you're just a noob. And I get it. I'm sure I could use it properly in context. I just don't know a synonym for the word noob. Uh, so he comes off the bus upset. He's like, I don't know why my friend hit me. Uh, I said, well, there's a reason. Now, mind you, we just spent some time with this kid and his family. And my theory is, listen, he doesn't get to play games as much. And maybe there's a little bit of jealousy there. Maybe there's a little bit of, like, resentment. Maybe there's a little bit of frustration that you guys know all this stuff. And not only, it's not like he's behind because he's incompetent. He's behind because he's not allowed to play as much as you guys are. There's a little jealousy there. And when you asked him this or that, or you called him a noob, pow, right in the kisser out of frustration of all of these things. It's funny because I say to my son, I think that may be part of it. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. So I didn't call. <laughs> but my wife, when she found out what happened and that his mouth was bloody, she's like, oh, no, did you call his mom? I said, no, I didn't. listen, they're boys. They're going to figure it out. They're going to be mad at each other. There may be another fist thrown, a little punch, a little something, a little feelings hurt. But at the end of the day, these boys need to figure it out. Mama wasn't having anything to do with that. So just so you know, Mama called other Mama. And other Mama explained her side of the story and said that her son was upset too. One, that he was called names. And two, that he was, and that he hit his friend. He was actually genuinely upset that he hit his friend. We got the boys together and they didn't speak. They asked for privacy so they could say their apologies, but they didn't speak. So it got as simple as this. Look, I don't know jack about parenting, but I, but I, I would like to think there's a better way than just saying I'm sorry because I don't believe that kids know what they're sorry for. I think they just say it because our parents tell them to do it. I think there needs to be an acknowledgement of what was wrong and I'm, I'm gonna go through that process right here uh, by each party, then I think there needs to be an ask. There's no mandatory. An ask whether or not the other person accepts that apology. And then there needs to be an acceptance or choose to not accept it in that moment if you're still not uh, upset. And um, and then we, we go our separate ways, but at least we talked it out, we didn't duke it out. So it went a little something like this. I looked at my son, I said, hey, I said, listen, boys, you, you both said I'm sorry. I'm not buying it just yet. So I'm going to ask each of you a question. And this is with the, the, the other kid's mom present. I said, I'm going to ask each of you a question. And I believe you both know the answer to the question. Uh, and then it got a little further. So the first thing I looked at my son, I said, son, uh, what exactly are you sorry for? And he goes, I'm sorry for calling you a noob. I said, Okay, now we know that you know you did something wrong. I said to the other kid, hey, what are you sorry for? He goes, I'm sorry for slapping you. I say, hey, there's some progress. Now I'm going to ask you, do you accept my son's apology? Yes or no? And either answer is acceptable. He's like, yes. I said, do you accept your friend's apology? He says, yes. But the body language was way off. I said, so let, let me ask you another question. Because I wasn't buying it. I 
said, are you guys, is this going to happen anytime in the near future? And I looked at my son, he says, no. Then I looked at the other kid and he shrugs his shoulders and he goes, it's possible. And that's when his mom interjected. She goes, whoa, 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 what do you, no, it's not. She goes, it's not acceptable for this behavior to continue. She goes, we don't hit people because we're frustrated or angry. That's not acceptable. And, uh, and he kind of shrugged his shoulders. I said, well, that's okay if you're, you're okay. But I know in my family, and I'm sure in your family, there's things that are similar. In my family, when you know you've done something wrong, you know there's a consequence, right? There's something, some punishment, something that needs to happen. This first time, you boys both both acknowledge you did something wrong. You're both manning up and saying that you can, that you uh, accept each other's apology. I said, I'm not really buying it right now, but you said it because you're shrugging your shoulder to say it could happen again, which means you're not really sorry. So just know if you do it again, I imagine in your household, there's gonna be consequences that your mother will discuss with you. Be rest assured that there's gonna be consequences in my house if he's calling people's names to the point where they're frustrated. And if you're willing to do that again and suffer whatever those consequences are, then so be it. But just know we won't be coming meeting here and asking you guys to hug it out anymore. Y'all will just suffer your own individual consequences in your households. And I'm okay with that as long as you're okay with that. See what happened there. I don't know Jack about parenting, but we had them acknowledge each other. We had them talk it out. We asked them to hug it out or shake hands. Neither one of them wanted to do it, which again leads me to believe that neither one of them are genuine in that. So me and the mom hugged it out. We said, listen, we still care about each other regardless of your guys' scenario and what you guys are doing. We're going to continue to be friends. We're not going to allow you guys to stop a good relationship here. And we don't think some simple should stop your relationship. But what we what we did or what I did is I reestablished boundaries like we, this is not expected to happen again. If it does, you are going to suffer a consequence that your mom shares with you. And I'll share my consequence with my own kid. See what they don't know because I wasn't they they're not privy to this information. I make my kid pick his consequence. And I have him give me two to three options and whatever those options are, I will remember. And when he does it again, he will remember too, because I will say, if you don't remember, I'll come up with something bigger and better because I remember. So what are the consequences that you choose if you were to do that action or do anything that you know is inappropriate because you know right from wrong? He will give me those. And if that happens and it has happened in the past, I say, which one of those two or three options are you choosing is your punishment? And nine times out of 10, those punishments are probably 10 times worse than anything I would have chosen. Then they can't be mad at me. He cannot be mad at me. Why? Simply because he chose his punishment. I didn't do it. And he agreed to the terms before anything happened. The only person he's upset with is his, himself for making a poor, poor choice. And because he made a poor choice and he suffered his own consequence, he is more thoughtful moving forward in his actions of doing something he knows he shouldn't do. That, my friends, is called parenting. I don't know a lot about it, but that one I figured out and gotten down. So the beauty of this is you could go back and take notes.
and I will tell you 100%, you will fail at it the first few times, just like anything you try to implement, but you will get better and better and better at it. And the sooner and sooner and sooner that you try that strategy, I started this at three years old. I can't wait to do it again with my, my younger one. Uh, as soon as you implement this strategy, the sooner they become responsible for their own actions. And whoo, that makes parenting a lot easier. So go back, listen, take notes, and implement. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.